Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. And in today's episode, um, you know, I want to talk about a subject that I've been thinking for quite some time. Um, it's one that I that I, I think has um, a lot of weight, uh, and it's actually the the situation or or the main reason that comics haven't expanded or have grown within comics. I'm not talking about into entertainment because, of course, as you know, uh, you know, this superhero stories and superhero comics particularly, they have become very popular and mainstream through the movies, through the video games, but not necessarily within comics. I think, as you know, as the world expands uh, in the comic world, Marvel characters, DC characters, and other uh, other uh, image comics, and all of them kind of expand towards a more broader view through movies and through video games. Uh, you you know that comics have shrink. Uh, they they have shrink down. They're smaller in size. There's less and less people reading comics than before. And um, there is a there is I would say a reason that it's. Um, that this is the cause. There's a component that has been missing in comics for many, many years. And I want to talk about it. That's the reason of the title today, The the Missing Child, uh, the Missing Child Component in Comics. Uh, to go further into it, let's, let's, go, let's go back a bit and let's read the history. Let's go into the history of comics. Uh, originally, comics were created where children in mind. That was the primary reason why comics were created were developed uh, back in the day and the, before the golden age of comics and through the golden age of comics and silver age of comics, children were the center stage of comics. That was the main reason they were created. That was the, the target, the, the audience. That, that was the audience that, uh, the, 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 in this case, the publishers were looking for. And uh, this survived for, for many, many years. Uh, now, there was a change. You know, comics were... Primarily geared towards that, the the stories were geared towards that, the art was geared toward it uh, towards that. Uh, so there was always that element. Of course, you know, back in the day before the concept of the local comic bookshop, which kind of started flourishing throughout in the 80s, but uh, of course uh, grew in the 90s, and uh, and that's actually where you find comics nowadays. You go to a comic book place, and uh, that's pretty much it's a niche market only for people that are into the comics. But uh, you hardly find comics anywhere else unless you go to Barnes & Noble. So places like that, they might have some copies. Primarily, they sell a lot of soft covers, uh, bookstores and all that. But you cannot find them as you, you know, a, without, you know, out of that range of the comic book shop. But back in the day, the only place to find comics was at your local uh, you know, newspaper stand. You know, you go to a place where you buy newspapers. When I was a kid, that was the place that you used to buy comics. You go to the newspaper stand. You go to the gazebo where you used to sell newspapers and uh, magazines. And, of course, you go with your parents, with your dad. Uh, and your father, of course, buys his, uh, you know, newspaper, gets his newspaper or whatever magazine he likes to read, like National Geographic or something like that. And as a child, you got the opportunity just to grab your comic book. So that was the place. So you go to the cash register with your mother, and you get a comic book from the cash register. Those are long time ago. Uh, remember, I was born in the late 70s, but I grew up in the 80s uh, as a child. So I had fun memories of that. So that was a time. Of course, comics were geared towards that. You have to go to a place where children go, whether it's a, uh, even places that they sell ice cream or stuff like that. That's where you find your comics. You know, you go to the little, uh, I, I would say the little um, 
a little store in the corner where you can find them, uh, the bodega and all those places. That's where you find the little comics. And uh, that, those were fun times because that was the market. They were geared toward children. Of course, this changed uh, slowly. Sometimes people say that that was the 80s that changed that. It was the 90s that changed that. But that was before that. Even in the Bronze Age of comics, if you go back and look at the Bronze Age, there was a change in comics uh, where a lot of comics became a bit darker in tone, more mature in content. You have to remember that the Silver Age, which actually is actually the, the basis for a lot of comic book readers today, uh, all the older generation, uh, they got older. So in the Bronze Age, there was more maturity in the content. Oh, there was a, a desire to do, bring more mature content into comics uh, because, of course, the readers were older. So there is a difference now. You can see that there is an age gap that is start growing as time uh, passes by. And, of course, once we got to the 80s, most of the readers are older, so mature content is needed just to keep them. So we can see that the publishers, in order to maintain business, are walking away from producing stuff for children and more into a more older audience. Of course, that uh, gap is still increased uh, on, the, on the 90s, uh, which was a, a more older content. You know, you see more brave content. You see more stuff. Once the code of authority is out the window, of course, you see the content being more uh, mature, you know, there's more violence, there's more nudity, uh, there's, uh, you know, more foul language in the comics. Of course, this didn't happen overnight. It happened little by little until it completely changed. It was during that time, of course, that there is a, I would say, an exodus, not uh, maybe perhaps an exodus of younger children, not because they were running away from comics, it's because comics were not as interesting anymore uh, for their audience. As a child, I remember fondly that, you know, you don't only have the opportunity to purchase, uh, you know, comics like, uh, you know, Marvel Comics or DC Comics. You also have the opportunity to get Archie Comics, which I love Archie as a kid. But you also have Disney. Disney produced a lot of comics with all the different uh, characters, which I love. I loved also the Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes also had the Hanna-Barbera characters. They also have comics. Scooby-Doo. You know, beyond that, you have Gasper. You know, you have so many different comics, you know, uh, that kind of escaped my mind right now. But there were so many different comics uh, for smaller children. And also, they were fun. You know, they were really fun to read. And as a child, I love to read, you know, Gasper comics at the same time that I'm reading, uh, you know, Spider-Man comics. So, you know, you see that. Um, of course, many of this still exists. But they're harder to find in comparison to what Marvel and DC are doing. Of course, the audience have mature. People are coming more into comics uh, that are older. And once they're older, they want older material. So uh, the other day I went to the, a comic book shop, a local, a very small comic book shop that I normally go. Uh, I can tell you one thing. Uh, the guy's a bit of a jerk, but, you know, so be it. Um, but I went there, um, and I, I, all I saw in his wall is just comic books of today. You know, he has, of course, a lot of dollar bins and stuff like that, older comics. But everything that I see is just uh, comics are geared towards uh, an older audience. You know, the content is more mature. I'm not against it, but I hardly saw anything that has to do with small children. Um, and sadly, that's what's missing in comics. The, the lack of content. And there is. I'm not saying that there is not. But there is not enough content to really um, bring children uh, into comics, to maintain, you know, that 
uh, young fan base. Um, yes, there are some, but if, you know, they're sometimes in a corner where nobody really sees them. And um, to be honest with you, I don't have a small kids anymore. I have a daughter; she's eighteen. But if I, and I remember, I used to take my daughter to get some comics, and she used to love the kitty stuff. But um, if I, you know, if I have to take my nephew who loves superhero stories, there's really nothing that there for him to really read that is really worth his time, and actually that it really has a, a, a lasting impression that I would say will change his life because the content that we have is above his head, you know, the content that is produced now in comics is, is too mature for, for his liking, for my liking. I don't think he should be reading some of this stuff there. And uh, it's sad, but it's true that it, this is what it's happening in comics. Not only, um, you know, it's not something that just happened now. It's something that has been happening years after years. For many years, it's something that we have seen. And, and that's what has the problem. That's what's created that the audience has been shrink and decrease. And that our kids are just nowadays preferred to watch someone play Fortnite uh, online or, you know, play all this type of games or go and, um, you know, and that's another subject, you know, for another day, the, the violence in video games, uh, especially for children. But they prefer to do a lot of different things or follow somebody on uh, on YouTube rather than, you know, play, you know, reading uh, comics because there's nothing interesting for them there. Uh, because comic books have, uh, in this case, the publishers have walked away from, you know, producing material that is interesting for them. Now, um, publishers have done things in order to keep younger audience, um, you know, the younger audience entertained. They have uh, revamped some series. They, they, that's the reason why they constantly revamp things, primarily because they want to uh, they want to touch a, a younger audience. However, the content still, it's totally missing for the children concept. You know, they try to uh, uh, hit the market primarily with teenagers, and um, that's what they do, teenager stuff and older stuff, but not, not enough stuff for children. You know, I remember when Disney stopped producing in the U.S. Uh, comic books. You know, they, they thought, you know, they didn't have a market for it, and they stopped producing it. However, other parts of the world, they were still producing them, even years after the fact. You have in Mexico, they used to work producing them, in Brazil, uh, in Italy, in Europe, in a lot of places in Latin America, they're still producing, and they were doing it for many, many years, you know, after they were actually closed here in the U.S., uh, because, you know, the, you know there is a, a market, that there was a market still, uh, these countries, they still have a loss or they're trying to preserve, uh, you know, they have importance for children, at least they're trying to produce that there was still a market. And I think it has to do a lot with parenting and, and upbringing and family values that I think we have lost as a society here in the U.S. Um, that, you know, our kids are have matured so fast. It's easier nowadays uh, and it's sad, but you see it, pa parents allowing a child, you know, give, handing them a, a, I don't know, Grand Theft Auto video game, you know, seven years old, rather than just a comic book that actually has more value. But the, 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 the situation is that a lot of the comics nowadays don't have any value, you know, and uh, it's the same as paying Grand Theft Auto. So, you know, what's more entertaining? What is more shiny for the kid? The kid likes the images rather than just reading because, you know, kids, let's just face it, kids don't like to read. Just some weird kids like to read, like I was a weird kid. I love to read as a child, but most kids nowadays don't like to read. And also has to do with our education. You know, our system doesn't really push kids to read anymore. 
Uh, it's easier just to go through the iPad and the little tablets and do their stuff and solve the problems. It's more about problem solving rather than just, uh, you know, critical thinking. And that's something that we can talk in another time, not in this podcast, but that's the problem. And uh, that's the element that is escaping comics. And sometimes, you know, I, I wonder if they really know that. Uh, because it seems that the publishers keep producing stuff uh, towards the male audience primarily and also towards a female audience, but more gears toward mature content, you know, mature stuff, rather than creating stuff that is really engaging for kids. You know, I'm talking about small kids. I'm talking about uh, five, six, seven years old when they're re learning to read, uh, eight, nine, ten, uh, before they get into puberty. Uh, those are great ages for kids to get into comics. Once they get into comics, uh, if they have the right material, uh, it can really change and impact their lives for, you know, forever. Like, comics impacted my life, you know, as a kid. I learned a lot of values, you know. I have values from my parents, uh, and I, I'm grateful. I thank God that I had a family, uh, you know, that nurtured me. But I know a lot of kids didn't have that. A lot of kids didn't have a father. And they needed an, uh, a male figure, and sometimes Captain America became that figure. You know, um, you know, uh, you know, Richards became that father figure they needed. Uh, so they, those were the heroes they they looked for, they admire. You know, like they 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 identify themselves with the superheroes, with the X Men, with Spider Man, with Batman. You know, that didn't grow up with parents. So you know, it's such an important aspect of comics that is missing today. You know, I don't know if this is going to change. You know, it seems that, you know, we live in a greedy society that is all about making money. And as long as they're making money, they're just going to keep just trying to make money as much as they can now. And right now, the, the, the mentality is just, uh, just you know, keep you know, publishing this for the people that are here still buying the product. And uh, let's just not care about tomorrow. And that's really short-sighted. Because if you want to have a successful business, you have to do investments towards the future. You want to invest towards the future. You want to bring more people into comics. Uh, then do it the right way. You know, start building towards the children. Give them material that is good for kids and uh, that is uh, is family friendly for them. And the parents can feel safe because their kids are reading this kind of stuff. And rather than just having a stuff that actually scares the parents and scare, you know, and the kids are not really getting into because they don't understand. They don't. They don't identify. You know, you have to understand. Children are. You have to really are basic, you know, in the way they're trained and their understanding of the world. You have to under you have to kind of cement those values that they understand. They understand the the you know what is honesty is about. They understand uh, telling the truth. They understand uh, those principles are fundamental for children about uh, respect, about honor. Uh, all those things are fundamental, uh, and you give them those fundamentals, and you know, children is right away they they really. You, you pick their attention. They really care about those things. Uh, now, you try to talk about subjects of the world, about, you know, like this or that, or try to go too deep into a lot of sexual themes or, you know, like, you know, acceptance of this or political stuff. It goes over their head. They don't understand it, and it bores them. Uh, so you need to be very basic on those fundamentals. And, uh, and that's how you, you write for kids. And when you do it, of course, you know, the sky is the limit. You know, kids love it, and that's the reason... You know, superhero stories today are so popular because the writers of all time, you know, understood those principles. Stan Lee understood those principles. And that's the reason his creations, um, uh, whether you accept that he was part of it or not, you know, have impacted the world and changed the world because he understood the basics 
and uh, comics understood the basics of how to reach to children. And, uh, of course, you know, everything else is history. Yes, you know it. So uh, what is your opinion about this? I would like to hear it. I personally think that comics need to, publishers need to bring more kids into it, and that means that they need to um, maybe not change the content that we already have. You know, you cannot just simply, you know, clean, clean the slate, but also to create more content that is just geared towards them and uh, push towards that instead of just trying to please the 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 30 uh, the 40 year old the 50 year old person that is not going to change his mindset uh, and it's going to continue buying whatever he wants to buy and um, you know it's going to die eventually because I'm going to die eventually and um, what is the purpose of it you know you know am I getting you know you getting enough money from me for that I don't think so you have to be smarter than that when you, when it comes about business so um, I would like to hear your opinion so don't forget to like comment and subscribe if you're watching this in YouTube. Uh, you can also hit the notification button so you're reminded of the next video. Uh, please follow me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram, on Twitter. The links are below. Uh, if you're listening this through the iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker, uh, please uh, subscribe uh, so, and download the, the podcast and share that podcast with your friends uh, so that way you know more people can listen to it. So. Uh, and one more thing, if you're considering to supporting this channel and my podcast, you can do so through my Patreon. The link is down below. So God bless you, and I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye.